the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. My response is my responsibility. Say it again. My response is my responsibility. Okay. Stop saying they made me. Raise your hand if you heard the person. Somebody's. You made me do it. If you if you didn't do that, how? No 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 no. You grown. You chose to do that. You like to do that. That's right. It Don't blame good. me. Cause I pushed you close to the edge. <laughs> we hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something new. I feel it coming. I'm on E. I don't know if you've ever been there before emotionally where you felt like your tank was on E. Physically, when your tank is on E. Spiritually, when your tank is on E. Now, what do I do when I'm on E? Usually, when I get to the place where I'm on E, I'm irritable. Uh, I'm snappy. Uh, uh, Everything gets on my nerves. Raise your hand if you've been around someone who's been on E. Raise your hand if you've been around somebody like that. Uh, Keep your hand up if they're sitting right next to you. Because you know that person that when they get on E, they, they act different. Raise your hand if I'm telling you. Uh, you. And sometimes you even know that they're about to go there. And they have this statement. They say, uh, don't push me. Because I'm close to the edge. Y'all sick. <laughs> Y'all ain't have fun like this church for. Y'all know we had. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Okay. <laughs> Some of y'all thought y'all were at the club right then. Some of y'all about to start dancing right then. Anyway. Don't push me. That's right. Because I'm close to the edge. Now, now, how did I get to the edge? Because oftentimes when a person gets to the edge, last Sunday we talked about unmet needs. When you have unmet needs, unmet needs lead, lead to hurt and disappointment. And then all of a sudden, uh, these things start to build. And before you know it, it overflows. Praise the Lord. Let me see my next slide, please. This, this will bless. Here it is. The emotional capacity. There's only so much you can push down before it spills over. There's only so much you can take before you're going to tell somebody how you really feel. 
Uh, in in, in uh, the U, uh, the postal service the, in, in the world, they call it, they went. Y'all think it's funny. That's real talk. Uh, because what it was, something happened that pushed them over the edge. Now, how it works, it starts with hurt, sadness, and disappointment. Then all of a sudden, it gets to anger and resentment. Then all of a sudden, fear, anxiety, insecurities. Then guilt, then condemnation. Then all of a sudden, you get a nasty brew that's spilling out at you. Look to your neighbor and say, did somebody hurt you? Now, now, if you're going to be honest about it, we've all been hurt. Now, the question is, is your cup still full? By God's grace, I hope today that we define what your cup is, that we empty your cup, and that we fill your cup. That's my heart's desire. We get some of the junk out, we refill it, and you leave, you leave changed Amen. by God's glory. Because what happens in relationships, and this is, and this is not just marriage, is one thing bothers you, but you kind of let it ride because you're not trying to start no no mess. But it get on your nerves. It's been getting on your nerves for a long time. But, it, but you keep pushing it down, thinking that if I push it down, it won't ever bubble out. But if you push it down long enough, there's a certain amount of energy that gets into that. <laughs> We're going to be teaching from Ephesians chapter 4. Only two verses today. Look what it says. My God. Ephesians 4, 31. Church, y'all, let's read together, church. Let all bitterness... And indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, and resentment, anger, animosity, and quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander, evil speaking, abusive, blasphemous language, be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, or basis of any kind. Now, right there, say law. Sit there and marinate on that. Because... There's not a person in here that has not been one of these. Bad temper. Mm. Rage. Animosity. Quarreling. Brawling. Contention. Evil speaking. Now, this is going to be a chance, right? Look, look, let's say this. Look straight ahead. I think he's talking about somebody around me right now. Come on, come on. I, I, I don't know who it is, but I, I know he's talking about somebody near me. Now, now, babe, I'm not talking about you. I know but, you're not. But, but it may be you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just saying what the pastor <laughs> told me to say. I'm trying to give y'all some freedom right now. Right now, you can tell him exactly how you feel because pastor told you to tell him. You know what? I think pastor may be talking about you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of times when we're dealing with issues in any type of relationship, whether it be um, your spouse, your um, job, um, any relationships you may have with your family members. We're dealing with a lot of the, um, we, we deal with the, we don't deal with the hurt. We deal with the anxiety and the fear. And we're speaking to the anxiety and the fear because that's what you're seeing. But it was manifested from the hurt. So sometimes we have to dig a little bit deeper and find out the root cause of the issue and deal with the root cause to eliminate all the other stuff above the it. The symptoms. You know, when, when your emotional needs are met, you'll have intimacy. 
When they're not met, you're going to have drama. You have to identify what the needs are and meet the needs. If not, you're going to have drama in your relationships. Now, wherever you see anger, there's hurt. Anger is just a mask for your hurt. I'm going to say it again. Wherever you see anger, that person has been hurt. You know, we had, why are you so angry? Well, I had to learn this. <laughs> a pastor told me this. He says, Jomo, why don't you identify what environment you have created for her to be angry? Well, why, why, why I got to be about me? Why can't she just be crazy? You know what I'm saying? Why can't she just be, you know, off the chain? And that's why? really good, too, because the only thing we can control is ourselves. We can't control the other person. Well, so we always have to look at ourselves and see what we can change about ourselves. What can we change about the environment? What can we change about how we respond to the issue? Because we can't control how they respond. Everyone. We can tell them till we're blue in the face how we want them to respond, but how they respond is their responsibility. Did, say it again, church. My response. My response. Is my responsibility. Is my responsibility. Say it again. My response. My response. Is my responsibility. Is my responsibility. Okay. Stop saying they made me. Raise your hand if you heard the person. Somebody's, you made me do it. If you, if you didn't do that, how? No, 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 no. You grown. You chose to do that. You like to do that. That's right. It Don't blame good. me because I pushed you close to the edge. <laughs> or the other one say, you working on my last. Why are you on the last nerve? How you listen to take all your nerves to you on only one nerve? At some point, you need all the nerves you can get. Don't give away no more of your nerves. <laughs> You have to divorce yourself from the opinion of people. Because if not, they'll play you like a joystick. And now you're an emotional, <laughs> you're an emotional, emotionally being juggled. And based on how they want to juggle you is how you respond for the day. No, no, I, I have to mature that I understand that I'm made in God's image. Praise the Lord. You look so, you look so much clearer. I can see you so much better. Hey. The whole time she couldn't see nothing, y'all. So don't get mad at her when she don't say hi to you. She don't know who you are. Because without him glasses? A lady told me um, this past Friday, she came to me. She said, I was just waving at you and waving at you, and you didn't even speak. I said, I probably didn't see you. Did I have my glasses on? You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. I'll be back in just a moment with fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. Hey, radio audience. Pastor Jomo here. I want to first thank you for your faithfulness and listening to our program over the years. We couldn't do it without you. I wanted to come to you personally today to ask you to assist us in a kingdom project. We are expanding our campus with an emphasis on the next generation. We are quadrupling the size of our children's ministry and our teen ministry. And we are looking for a partnership from our faithful listeners. Jesus said to Peter in John 21, If you love me, feed my sheep. The world is not going to invest in our young people to hear about Jesus. If you feel led to assist us in this kingdom project, go to our website, lfcc.tv forward slash big give lfcc.tv or slash big give and give as the Lord leads you. Thank you and remember this. It's only what we do for Christ that will last. God bless you.
People often wonder if God still speaks, and the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed, and Him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like He spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab you a copy. God bless. Now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. That's me right there. Did she just say that in church? See any big black man to wave, just gonna come on. Lord <laughs> Jesus, can't. That's. Anger can take many forms impatience, quick temper, quick temper, depression, jealousy. So you think they're jealous because they're jealous, but they're really hurt. And you have to always, I mean, I had to grow to the place of understanding what have I done to create this environment. Yesterday, we had a great class called 33, and it talked about how men are creators and cultivators. Then it, it lined up with what I've, I've been taught. Uh, the husband is called the house band. Yes. It also means mean the man is the cultivator of his environment. So when, when I see that things aren't going right, I always look at myself and say, okay, now what did I do to create this? Oh, everyone say own it. See, you can't fix what you don't own. You got to always say, okay, how did I break the toy? How did I fix it? Not, not shouldn't say toy, but you know what I'm trying to say. How did I break it to where we come to this place? Amen. Then, then there's another way, the passive aggressive folk. Oh, Jesus. Oh, look at these procrastination. They slow footed. You get real silent. Yeah, it ain't saying nothing to you. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. That's the. That's, I'm this, sorry. This, this, oh, you are sorry. <laughs> yeah. I ain't you, sorry. You definitely sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's her sarcasm. <laughs> Just, you know, and I said, now look, see there, you go with me sarcastic, but when I'm sarcastic, it's offensive. But you be sarcastic all the time. Just be busting. Bam, 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 bam. I just say, you know, it's all God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. No, but, but I have to ask, why did we get here? Mm-hmm. See, these are just the mask. Well, you don't even want to talk about it. Why? Because you've been hurt in the past. See, if we don't deal with these issues, these issues will deal with us. Everyone say deal. Deal. With your issue. With your issue. Or your issue will deal with you. To me, passive aggressive is just, you just have totally shut down. There's a wall built up and you're not really trying to hear or let anybody penetrate through. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Unmet needs will produce hurt and anger. Then it also produces fear. My God. Now, my wife, uh, she tries to be perfect. Boy, that's a good picture right there, boy. Boy, withdrawal, perfection. We should have got a better picture than that. Hey. No, I'm joking. No, I have always been, um, and it was a product of my environment growing up. My mom used to tell me, you know, you got to keep the house clean because you never know who's going to show up. Somebody ring your doorbell, your house need to look decent because... You know, you remember, Charmaine, when somebody comes to your house, the house is dirty. Everybody looks at the woman if your house is dirty. If your bills aren't paid, they look at the man, right? Regardless of what the situation is in the house. So I would always have this pressure to always keep the house clean 
and always put on this facade. We always try to make it seem like we live this perfect life, right? We have this perfect relationship. You know, we'll be hating each other, cussing each other out in the car. And then we get in church and we're like, hey, babe, how you doing? I love you. You love now me. Now you telling the truth right now. And then y'all Smiling get back in the car. in your face Tell all your the daddy time that we ain't cooking tonight. Dog, I got it. He right there, mama. He right there. You can't tell mm-hmm. him yourself. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't talking to him. You know? And we always try to put on this perfect. So you're trying to be a perfectionist because you want people to be, uh, they, you want people to approve of you. You don't want people to judge you. You don't want people to talk about you. So that's a part of fear is the, you know, and then controlling. We see that at work all the time. Somebody that's not even a part of your department coming over to check on you to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Make sure you have your job done at a certain time. Can you go back and do what you're supposed to do? Stay in your lane. I'm at my cubicle. Can you get back to yours, please? You know, you, you, you see these controlling, that controlling spirit. That's fear. So, uh uh-uh. You have to grow to this, y'all, because I, I know with my wife, you know, that house thing is serious. Because, you know, when my, when my mother was alive, my mother would just pop up, you know. Now, I don't know if it's an island thing, but my, my wife said, man, what's wrong? Y'all, just, y'all just, just, just ring the doorbell and be here. I said, well. Because I, said, I was raised, you're supposed to call first. I was but raised. But it's different. Come, the man. All I will come. You want some food? Come. There was no preparation. You just come. Yeah, Joe's you know, mom's door was always open. Her door was always just open. So go in the kitchen and start making a plate. See, my mom would be hot. You go in her kitchen and start making a plate, and she cooked, and you wasn't like invited over. No, my my mother would just start cooking. I don't know about you know the food gone. She just start cooking for more people. You know, so we it's had a little different. we had a little culture shift. She's like, no, they need to call. Yeah. Feel said, no way, man. Feel, feel no way. I said, feel no way. We I said, it's my mama. She could always come whenever, whenever. And she would just keep yeah. on coming. And I had to, I had to try to say, hey, babe. Can you but you come over. I'm good with it. But don't make no comments about the house not being clean. <laughs> don't be making no smile. Oh, it's stuff all over the floor. Mm. <laughs> we in church, Charmaine. We in church. Lord to you. me, you are family and you are friend. When you come over, you can put your feet up and you're comfortable in, with the toys all over the floor and everything because you just popped up. We good. But you popped up and three weeks later, you're talking about my dirty house to somebody else. I got a problem with you. You are not my friend. But Pastor Jomo is so good. He don't care who it is. It could be somebody like, oh, Pastor so-and-so just came from England. He coming over in uh, 30 minutes. Um, yeah, I just give you heads up. No, nah, that brother, there ain't no heads up. Your son outside playing basketball, the garage up, the garage not clean. He don't have a shirt on. Josiah riding a scooter up and down the street with, in his underwear. We, we got some issues we need to take care of. You need to give me at least four hour notice. I'm free. If my garage is dirty, it's dirty. Amen. Take me as I am. I'm not going to give you no front. If the dishes are washed, praise the Lord. If they're not, praise the Lord. If you want to come wash them for me, wash them. But I ain't, you know, that's... Amen. I ain't, look, I ain't got no time trying to perpetrate. Haven't delivered me from that just yet. She ain't delivered yet. I'm you know, not, her I'm mama not. say she coming. You better get your... I said, you better put your seatbelt on. I said, kids, uh, grandma and the grandpa coming. 
It's understand. My grandma will bring stuff up from five years ago. Remember when I came up your house and them shoes was on the floor in the front? That was five years ago. It don't feel like five years ago. Unmet needs <laughs> lead to hurt. That's right. Anger. Anger. Fear. And then guilt. guilt. Now, so that's what's in your cup. Okay? So then we empty the cup. Now, how do you empty the cup? You got to be real. You hurt me when? And don't say this. Uh, I wouldn't have said that to you if you didn't do this. Rationalizing blame. Just own it. Now, I do feel that sometimes there's some contributing factors. Somebody amen you when you said that just now. Because, see, that's of God. Amen. <laughs> see, see, so what it was, there's a few brothers in here that aren't afraid to go, huh? No. So they just said, amen. And there's some brothers right now that are on thin ice. And they're just, they're just blinking at me. Don't, don't raise your hands. <laughs> the thing is, is when we do something wrong, whatever action that we did that was wrong, in our minds when we were doing it, it made sense. It made sense to us. Mm-hmm. We rationalized in our minds before we did it. It made sense to us. It made us feel good. Yeah, I'm burning Because you then. did this, I did this. Yeah. If I can't because live in you house. responded this way, you gave me that ugly look, I did this. That was my response to what you did. Regardless of whether it was right or wrong, it, we rationalize it in our minds. So a lot of times when we apologize, we'll say, I'm sorry, but if you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have. That's not an apology. Because as soon as you say that, but, you eliminate everything you said before that. And the real comes out after the but. So it's, it's better to just apologize. Own up to what you did and apologize. Own it. Uh, I, am, I, I apologize for hurting your feelings. It was insensitive and rude of me. Let it sit right there. Versus saying, you know, I can't believe you want me to apologize. Because you just did this last week. You know what I'm saying? And when you did it last week, I ain't say nothing to you. But see, now it's all ha-ha, funny, funny, right? So you can't go there. You just got to say, you know what? I apologize. I apologize. No, real. Because if, if you want to grow in it, you, you got hey. to apologize. Now, let's, let's fill our cup up. Verse 32. Be kind and helpful to one another. Tender-hearted, compassionate, under what? Loving-hearted, forgiving one another, what? Readily, Readily and freely. No, some of y'all got a price on your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about our brother Kobe. Kobe meshed up. Girl got a huge 20-carat yellow diamond. All of a sudden, she grew. I receive in the name above every name. Just slow your roll and just be thankful right but where you're at. But you know what? Cody. When you are, when you have that much money, sometimes you got to hit them where it hurts. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa. Hit them where it hurts. I'm just saying that was a real apology for Kobe. So you say you could buy, no, I'm, I'm not going down this road with you. You can. Let's go there, brother. Some people just don't. I get real quiet. I'm joking. This is wrong. This is so wrong. 
I'm joking. That is you not cannot my buy forgiveness. You cannot buy forgiveness. Okay. But if you want to, Lord. I receive in the name. <laughs> but now, you know what? Go on, for, the, it. for the guys. Speak it. It may not be jewelry. It may be making soup. And you forget everything. Because I know it's worked for me a couple of times. Like, I know I did wrong. We had some kids in here that didn't go to children's church, so y'all... You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.